What's going on, guys? Uh, this is Clinton Bray uh, coming to you with the official first episode of Clintains. Uh, today, I will be talking about fatherhood and like the the joy that it brings um, to be a a father, a a black father at that. Um, coming up from uh, me growing up when I was younger my dad wasn't really around so for like the first I say about five years maybe of my life uh, my dad was was like 90% there um, so I didn't really get to uh, so much learn from him uh, per se I, I moved with my grandparents so my grandmother should I say and was uh, was raised by her and her uh, boyfriend which was my uh, father figure uh, for majority of my life and I mean he taught me some he taught me some valuable uh, things I also I picked up some of his habits good and bad right um, but I am the father of three kids uh two girls and a boy you know so i got a got a 15 i got a 14 and i also have a seven year old and he's he's my guy um originally the plan was to um have you know a, a boy and a girl right you know the perfect perfect pair preferably the boy first but I struck out and got two girls at first and then uh, finally uh, got my boy so at that point I'm done right uh, I'm, I'm definitely done um, so that's that but growing up you know I I lived in uh, it wasn't like bad living you know I wasn't uh, you know, homeless per se or anything like that. Although we didn't have a home of our own, you know, we stayed in like a income-based uh, structure. Um, some people will call it the hood. You know, some people will call it the park. Uh, but that's where, you know, that's where I grew up at. That's why I had fun at. You know, being a kid. But my father, like, like being fatherless, not really seeing my father. Uh, I believe I was about 14, 13, 14 when I actually like reconnected with my my dad's side of the family, right? So it was it was basically after like as soon as I started kindergarten, like I had no contact with my dad's side of the family at all. So it was basically just me and my mom's side of the family so no contact there uh so that that as a as a youngster you know it kind of played as a role um as i grew up you know going to school people talk about their dads and stuff like that so i i couldn't really relate um in a sense to that um to those conversations right and then when i caught up with I, I, I met my cousin I seen her in a store 
along with my grandma and from there we you know we traded exchange numbers and from there it was, it was basically history uh as far as reconnecting back with my dad's side of the family but i was still not uh i still really didn't see my dad as often as i would like even after reconnecting with that side of the family uh i i you know the time frame that i did you know uh like even though he wasn't really around everybody from that side of the family tells me hey hey you're just like your dad you know you, you do this just like your dad you do this just like your dad and i i find that i find that weird to be truthfully honest but hey it is what it is but i just uh based off of how i felt growing up uh, without my dad really being there um i just want to make sure that my kids you know know that i'm i'm here you know like i want to be involved in everything anything and everything that i can be you know down from proms to you know first dates um first like sports game or anything of that matter you know even if it's down to just like helping with homework if you need my assistance so with that i mean fatherhood is fatherhood is great you know we have our uh there's definitely ups and downs right um to it you know trial and error uh my my first kid you know um, armani she's 15 soon to be 16 right and what can i say she she's grown up to be a uh stand-up young lady you know trying to get her into um cheerleading and so forth of that nature uh dance um she wants to be a engineer for whatever reason i think uh i think a family member of mine's uh told her that she'd be she'd be good at it and all because she's able to like establish like so she's able to like build stuff let's put it that way right and somehow they said that she should be a engineer right and she took that and she's running with it and i'm just trying to explain to her that i I know that they said that you would be good as an engineer but you know you you want to look at your options your choices like whatever is going to make you happy so uh go for broke with that i'm here you know what i'm saying there's a there's a guiding tool you know i got two older girls man so you already know you know 15 like i said about to be 16 then i have a 14 year old that's, that's soon to be 15 uh come next year and it's like as a dad you know they really haven't started dating yet um so it's just like yeah i mean i'm a guy i was young so you know i know what these knuckleheads are about and just trying to make sure because i i can't prevent them from you know dating guys so they're they're basically going to do whatever they want to do you know um but my guidance to them is that you know you can come to me i'm i'm more open 
than than not, right? And yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do when they, you know. I, I play calm, I play cool, you know. Like, yeah, if you get a boyfriend, you know, you should still be mainly focused on school. Um, you know, you you're never going to his house, right? And the reason being is because I don't know what you know you know like the parents there like what are their rules and so forth of that nature even if you know I go talk to them you know what I'm saying I I'm the parent that's like if you want if you want to hang with your boyfriend at home then you're hanging you're hanging out here at my you know at my house right not there um you know, I don't mind you guys going out to, like, the movies or something like that. Out to eat. I don't mind dropping. So forth for that nature. Uh, but before any of this happens, of course, I have to, you know, meet the guy. You know, see where his head is at. You know, I know it's not... I don't expect it to be serious, right? I expect it to be casual. You know, they're still high schoolers, you know. Not expecting them to not, you know, to be the love of their life, although they may feel as though, you know, they get head over heels, right? Um, so just just try to maintain that that status quo of being a, a girl dad, right? And and just go on with that, to be truthfully honest. Uh, they do drive me crazy, you know, because they are high maintenance. I am a electronic guru if I say myself you know smart everything all the way down to the trash can being smart you know um so with that they they basically follow suit and when it comes down to my son he's seven you know he's the sequel to my to my thug to my you know to my legacy he's the guy that it gets passed down to you know I have to I have to teach him how to be a gentleman, right? On, like on my own, not with no nothing from my dad, right? Like I said, the father figure that I referenced to earlier, uh, which was my grandmother's, uh, it's her husband now, but at the time they weren't, you know, like his, his model was he really just basically worked he didn't give me any uh, knowledge on like girls, uh, finance, uh, anything like that. He was just basically the breadwinner of the house, and he provided, right? Um, which I guess he felt that's all he needed to do. Since you know, I, technically I wasn't his kid, you know. Um, so, but like some of his some of some of the things he did like some of his actions I do now like he doesn't he didn't like being bothered with like extra like extraness so like friends or like people in general unless they were like his friends right or or my grandma's friends like he he dealt with them in that capacity if they was having like a game night or something like that but my friends could come over there and he'd be like no you can't come in 
no, he ain't here, even though I'll be upstairs or something like that. So it's always no, and and I feel myself at at where I'm at now. It's just like, yeah, I kind of I kind of do the same thing. Like my kids, they don't really ask uh, for anyone to to come over. Right, it's very seldom that they ask for anyone to come over, and it's very seldom that they ask to go anywhere. Um, now it's not like I'm, I'm not telling them no, they can't go. I'm not telling them that friends can't come over here. But it's kind of like, it's like, hey, you know, Dad, can um, can Blase Blah come over? And I'd be like, I mean, what y'all gonna do? You know, like you know, I'm just trying to figure out because. All y'all do right now is just sit inside the house and watch TV or play on your phones or your iPads or whatever you guys got going on. And that's really it. And they'd be like, yeah, well, they're just going to come over here and do the same thing. And I'd just be like, I mean, technically, y'all can do that in separate homes if y'all just going to to do that. So it's kind of like I am uh, like saying no, but not saying no. You know what I'm saying? So same concept uh, to to that theory. Uh, but yeah, so my son, um, he's a he's a gamer. You know, I'm a gamer as well, so it's not hard to see him pick up uh, that aspect of you know from me. Uh, but just trying to make sure that he understands you know, like, being a gentleman, like, I tell them, make sure, like, man, don't hit your sisters, you know, don't, don't pick fights with your sisters, I know they're your siblings, they're older, so, I mean, you don't really want to pick a fight with them anyway, because they beat you up, but, you know, and I don't want to hear you, you know, crying and pouting and none of that stuff, but don't, don't hit your sisters, you know, uh, when you use the bathroom, make sure you lift up the seat, you know what I'm saying, I told him that at a younger age, I mean, he's still young now, but younger, to, to always lift the seat up, you know, and put the seat back down when you finish, you know, wash your hands, um, so forth of that nature. If you are able to take out the trash, make sure you take out the trash, you know, inside the, like, the bathrooms or so forth of that nature. Um, you know, just, just basically helping out around the house, you know. Uh, you know, your mom, helping out your mom when you can, um, helping me out, like, coming outside, you know, I let them cut try to cut the grass right uh because i use a weed eater for for the most part because my yard isn't huge that i need a lawnmower but either i cut the grass and i give him the blower so he can blow like the driveway out and clean out the garage or so forth of that nature so i'm just trying to keep him on a straight path like i said it's it's new to me raising a son right because i've i've raised daughters right so there's a little difference like my wife is it's like hey you are you know you're very hard on him but you're not hard on them you know like you do this you do that towards him but you don't do that towards them and i just let her know like hey he's a guy so he, he can't get that you can't get that same treatment the world is the world is different for black guy so I just need to make sure he's firm now I'm not like you know 
overly overly hardened on him but it's just like hey man you got to you got to learn you got to learn quick you know I don't necessarily know how long I'll be here right but I want to make sure I give you everything that I've learned you know from this thing we call life right and my trials and my errors and and just make sure you stay Focus. Just make sure he stays focused on task at hand. Um, try to get him into sports. You know, something to keep his mind off of, like, the streets. Uh, anything to that nature. So, that's that's really my goal. Like I said, I mean, fatherhood is big. Um, I probably have another segment uh, about this. Try to get some other fathers up here you know speak to their uh trials and tribulations um and hell even mine you know i may talk a little bit more about them you know um so yeah fatherhood it's it's a it's a gift and a curse man trust me your pockets you fill it in your pockets right but you fill it in your heart as well so uh I mean, you can't go wrong, really, once you have them. Like, some people don't expect, you know, it wasn't planned, you know, so they think it's going to be bad or, you know, what to do. But, hey, it lets you know, like, just like anything else, it's like starting to ride a bike or just like, you know, since starting school, everything was new, you know what I'm saying? You adapted, you overcame it, and... You'll do the same. I mean, if you just be there, if you had great parenting, you know, growing up, then you can reciprocate that. You can duplicate it, right? But if you if you didn't, you know, you got to make up your what you want your child to learn or what you feel is the ideal concept of you know, being, being a dad, right, so, yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that sums it up, uh, for me, like I said, I'm, I'm still kind of new to this, uh, I assume as I do more, I get better at it, uh, I hope you guys subscribe, and, and thanks, Clint Tanks.